0: Why don't you donate $5 to the cause, and maybe it'll make you feel better. I would love that. This is supposed to be a happy occasion. Let's not bicker and argue about who killed who. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello, and welcome back. This is Storytime, and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today, it's time for our annual Thanksgiving episode. I do talk about Thanksgiving every year, and it's because I think Thanksgiving is an important holiday that tends to be overlooked. I've said this year after year, time after time, between the hubbub about Halloween and the hype around Christmas, poor little Thanksgiving gets sandwiched in there and forgotten. And I've always liked Thanksgiving, not only for the food, but for the idea of Thanksgiving. I think it's important to express gratitude for what we have. Now, of course, I'm not going to lie. I love the food. I've always loved the food. The food is always an important part of Thanksgiving. That's how we celebrate. We gather the family around for food. But when I was a kid and when I was growing up and when I was in school, they always emphasized the giving thanks part. And we don't do that as much anymore. Not like we used to. So that's why I like to devote an episode to Thanksgiving every year, because I like to give thanks. I'm appreciative of what I have around me. I know that people don't have it as well as I do. And Thanksgiving is a time for me to remember what I do have, what I have been blessed with. And it also is a chance for me to remember those less fortunate than me. And reminds me that I should try to do something for them. Whether it's donate to a soup kitchen, to the local food pantry, to the local homeless shelter. You can pay it forward in so many different ways. And I do that every year. So what we're going to talk about today is, of course, being thankful and being grateful for the things that we have. I'm going to talk a little about the food that we used to eat. I've talked about the food every year. You can't not talk about food at Thanksgiving time. It's just one of the things you do. It's the focal point for a lot of people. But I'm also going to give you some ideas of things to be thankful for, because I know that it's not always easy to be thankful for the things that everybody says you should be thankful for. I mean, it's great to remember that you have parents and be grateful for the parents that you have. Unless, of course, you don't have great parents. And people don't have great parents. There are parents who are very toxic individuals. I'm aware of that. I know that. But there are ways to be thankful for your parents, even if you don't like the people that they are. If nothing else, you can be grateful that your parents brought you into the world. You may not be grateful for anything else that your parents did for you, and that's okay. You can have shitty parents. It's okay. You can't help that. But if you need to be grateful for something parent-related... At least you can be grateful for the fact that you're here because you had two parents. But that's just one example. I know it's putting a spin on something, but you know what? Sometimes being grateful requires you to put a spin on things that you might not otherwise appreciate. But I'll talk about more of that in a few minutes. I always like to talk about the food at Thanksgiving time because we all love the food at Thanksgiving time. Most people have the traditional turkey, although not everybody. As I've gotten older, I've discovered people like other things besides turkey for Thanksgiving. I know, I was shocked. Some people like ham, and I like a good ham. It's not Thanksgiving for me, but I'll eat a ham. We always had turkey. Turkey is a very difficult thing to cook. I've learned that over the years. It's really easy to screw up cooking a turkey. You can make it too dry. You can undercook it. You can overcook it. Thank God for gravy. That can make an otherwise unpalatable turkey at least palatable. Turkey can be kind of boring. I'm not going to lie. I love a well-cooked, well-roasted turkey. But turkey, if you don't season it right, if you don't baste it right, it can be kind of bland. That's why you have gravy. That's why you have cranberry sauce. That's why you have mashed potatoes. You can at least mix it all up and give it a little flavor. Oh, I love the smell of a turkey roasting. And I love the taste of a well-done turkey. But it's hard to do. It's hard to get right. So I get why people get tired of turkey. Why they might try something like a ham or a standing rib roast. This year I'm cheating again. Rather than do a whole turkey, we're doing a couple turkey breast cutlets. It's about four pounds of turkey and we're just going to roast it up in the oven. Makes it a whole lot easier than trying to time an entire turkey. And not everybody likes the turkey. So we have a couple of the breast cutlets and we have some of the other things that other people like to eat. Makes it a whole lot nicer. People don't feel obligated to eat something they don't want to eat. Now don't get me wrong, I used to be one of those guys, you have to have the turkey. You have to have it. And for year after year, it was turkey. But somewhere along the line, I realized, you know, it's nice to have a tradition, but you can make your own traditions too. You don't have to have turkey. You could have turkey cutlet. You could have ham if you really want to. I think the first step down that road happened years ago for me. This is back when I was in law school. I actually spent Thanksgiving alone. Thanksgiving came really close to finals for law school, and I didn't want to take the time to travel. I didn't really have any close friends in law school that I could go have Thanksgiving with. So my intention was to spend it alone, and I did. And what I cooked for myself for Thanksgiving, it wasn't turkey. I made myself a pot of Cincinnati chili. I went to school in Ohio. I had access to Cincinnati chili recipes and Cincinnati chili seasoning mixes. And so what I decided to do on Thanksgiving Day was make myself a pot of Cincinnati-style chili. And that's what I did. And I spent my Thanksgiving that year, my first year in law school, eating Cincinnati chili, having football on in the background, and studying contracts. Now, I spoke to my family on the telephone, but I was literally by myself on Thanksgiving because I needed to be. I needed to be to get through law school because I didn't have time to travel. I needed to be to focus, focus on what I was doing. And it was a choice that I made. I still expressed my thanks that year for the opportunities that I had, for the family that I had that understood that I needed to be doing what I was doing. But it was a different kind of celebration for me that year. It was different because I had to be by myself. And it was fine. And that was the first little inkling that I had that you don't have to stick with tradition to express your gratitude and to be thankful for things. Now, don't get me wrong. For years after that, I went back to turkeys and huge spreads of food, sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes... Green bean casserole, ambrosia salad, pumpkin pie, apple pie. Yes, I did go back to that. But the fact that I had such a nice Thanksgiving, eating Cincinnati chili and studying contracts, revealed to me that Thanksgiving is what you make it. And you can make it anything you want. It doesn't have to be over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. It can be, it just doesn't have to be. Now Thanksgiving has always been a time to give thanks, of course. I talked last year about how Thanksgiving has evolved over the years. It's really only been around as an official holiday for about 150 years. I know people like to date it back to the 1600s, but it only became an official holiday in 1863. That's still a long time, just not as long as people think. But the one thing that's always been true about Thanksgiving, and it's always been true about Harvest Festivals in general, it's an opportunity to give thanks, an opportunity to express our gratitude for what we have. And I know everybody is situated differently. And I know everybody has different things that they have. Everybody has different things that they want. Everybody has different burdens that they carry. And so there's no one catch-all for giving thanks. There's no one thing to be thankful for. Everybody has a different view on what makes them happy or what they think is something that's worth giving thanks for. But you know, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. There are a lot of things. So, I'm going to tell you a few of the things that I'm thankful for, and I'm also going to give you a list of things that you can consider being thankful for too. Now, this is going to sound corny, this is going to sound cheesy. I'm thankful for Mrs. GamerDude. I'm thankful for my wife. I'm incredibly grateful for the fact that somehow we found each other. I mean, when you think about it, there's a lot of people in the world. We just hit 8 billion people earlier this week, 8 billion people in the world. And somehow Mrs. GamerDude and I found each other. But I got to tell you, She's really the best thing that's ever happened to me. She makes my life better on a daily basis. She makes me happy every day. She makes me feel wanted and accepted. And that's really the basis for any good relationship. Making each other feel wanted and accepted. It's great to love each other. It's great to lust after each other. But that has to be combined with liking each other. And we have all of that. As somebody who's been down the road of life many, many miles, it's a rare thing to encounter. And so I'm super thankful for that. I mentioned earlier being grateful for parents. I've lost both my parents. They've been gone for a while now. And like anyone, I always had issues with my parents. There were things that they did that I didn't necessarily agree with. But I remember the way they brought me up. I remember the way they supported me. And I remember the way that they loved me. And even though they're not here anymore, I'm still grateful that they raised me the way that they did. Because I wouldn't be the kind of person that I am without the background and the foundation that they gave me. You may have issues with your parents, and that's okay, that's normal. But you can also be grateful for what they did give you, even if all that they gave you is life, because that's something. Without that, you wouldn't be here. It's also important to be grateful for family. Everybody's family is different. My family has changed over the years. I'm grateful for the family that I grew up with. I'm grateful for the family that I have now. They are two different things. As I said, my parents are gone, my siblings and I are no longer close, I value what we had, but we don't have anything anymore, which is life. It happens. I'm grateful for what we had, it helped make me who I am, but people make choices, and I respect choices that people make, and if you're happy with your life the way it is, and what you've decided to do with it, and who you've decided to keep in it, I'm fine with that. But between Mrs. Gamer Dude and my kids, I'm grateful for the family that I do have. They're incredible, they give me love, they give me support, and they make me feel that I've made the right choices in life to get to where I am. I'm also grateful for the friends that I've made. I'm not a social person, so I don't have a lot of real-life friends. By real life, I mean people that you go hang out with. If you've been with the podcast since the beginning, you know my history. You know why I'm not a social person. You know why I have trust issues. Growing up, the fat kid who was picked on all the time, you have trust issues. It just stays with you. But one of the things that I have been able to do is make friends through my Twitch stream. I've been streaming on Twitch now for almost seven years. And somehow or other, I've had a great group of people gravitate towards the stream and hang out there all of the time. We chat on the Twitch stream itself. We chat in my Discord. We exchange ideas. We exchange jokes. We support each other. If somebody's going through something, we're able to express our support and give words of comfort and guidance. During the early days of the pandemic, we had several voice chats on the Discord, and we were able to just air out many of the things that were bothering us. And it was just nice to have voices of people who we knew and who we liked just commiserating with us. It was great. And the jokes that we tell, and the stories that we share, and the experiences that we share when we're gaming, either through the games that I play on Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays, or on family game night on Fridays... We've just developed this little community that's so amazing, and so incredible, and so supportive, and so funny. That's the family that you make for yourself. And we do have such a great Twitch family, and I am so grateful and so thankful for them. Now, I know those things are not things that everybody has. I know not everybody streams on Twitch. I know not everybody has siblings. I know not everybody has a good relationship with their parents. But as I said, there are ways you can be grateful for those things that you do have in those situations. If you're part of my Twitch family, I hope you can be grateful for the fact that there are people around you who care about you. That's something to be thankful for. But there are lots of mundane little things in our lives that we can be grateful for that help us get through our days. That help make life seem a little less bleak. So when you're giving thanks this Thanksgiving, here's some things to think about. I'm going to start with a super simple one. How about sunlight? Have you ever sat on your front porch and just let the sun bathe you and the warmth of the sun is just caressing your face and making you feel warm and toasty? Have you sat in your living room and watched the sun come through the curtains or through the blinds and dance across the floor, cast little shadows across your desk? Seeing beautiful things like that, feeling beautiful feelings like that, the ability to do that is something to be grateful for. And the fact that we can sense that and appreciate that is also something to be grateful for. Feelings like that, that make you feel alive, that make you appreciate what you have in the world, that make you appreciate being part of the world, those are all things to be grateful for. How about music? Music is something else to be grateful for. I know it may sound weird to give thanks for music, but you know what? Music has the power to move you. It has the power to make you feel things. Think about the joy that you feel when an old familiar song comes up on your playlist or when you hear it on the radio. Whatever that favorite song is from your childhood. Something that you love dancing to. Something that you love singing to. Something you heard at your first prom or at your wedding or at your birthday. And it doesn't matter what song it is. Maybe it's Rocky Mountain High like for me. Maybe it's Shower the People. Maybe it's a rock and roll song. Maybe it's a rap song. But whatever it is, there's a song out there or an album out there, that when it starts playing, you feel good. And that's because of the power of music. It moves your heart. It moves your soul. It can excite you. It can relax you. It can make you feel happy. It can make you feel strong. It can make you feel motivated. Maybe you like Lose Yourself by Eminem. You hear that, those beats start kicking in, and all of a sudden you're motivated beyond belief. That's the power of music. And the fact that it can move you, that it can generate emotions in you, That it can make you feel so good, so strong, so motivated, or so happy, so relaxed, so loved. That's something to be grateful for. You know, the same is true for books. There's nothing like a good book to take you away from where you are and put you in another world, in another realm, in another existence. There's nothing like a good story that can take you away, help you escape to another dimension, another place that you never thought existed until you started reading about it. Books can move you too. Books can make you happy. They can make you sad. They can make you feel things and consider things and think about things that you never would have before. And the ability to sit down and read a good book and experience something you never experienced before, that's something to be grateful for, too. You know, as long as we're talking about music and books, art itself, whether it's sculpture, painting, drawing, whether it's realism, surrealism, abstract art, whatever it is, there's something about art that can move you, too. Now, not all art is for all people. My cousin was an artist, and he was what I call an abstract artist. I don't know if he'd consider himself that, but that's what I considered him. And his stuff didn't always make sense to me. But boy, I appreciated it. The fact that he could do stuff and make it look cool. I don't know if he was going for cool, but I thought it looked cool. And I never knew exactly what he was going for. But I looked at his stuff and I went, Whoa, that's pretty impressive, whatever it is. But if you look at something like Van Gogh's work, or Rembrandt's work or Michelangelo's work, or any of the great artists, you look at some of the stuff that they did, and you marvel at it. I mean, these people captured things that we'll never be able to see in person. We have to experience it through what they showed us. And to me, somebody who's got the talent to be able to convey that stuff to us, that's amazing to me. And I'm grateful that that talent exists out there, both for the old stuff that they show us, and for the new stuff that people are doing now. It amazes me what people are capable of. And I'm grateful for the artists who produce that art and also for my ability to appreciate it. It gives me a view of the world that I wouldn't otherwise have. It helps me appreciate things that I wouldn't otherwise understand. And so art and artists, something else to be grateful for. Something else to be grateful for? And this may be controversial. Maybe not everybody's going to agree. But I'm going to say technology. Technology is something to be grateful for. Yes, it has changed our lives. Some people say not for the better. Others say it's so much better with technology, whether it's cell phones, laptops, tablets, whether it's the ability to have a Zoom call instead of an in person meeting, whether it's the ability to Twitch stream and meet people through Twitch or play games with strangers you'll never meet, whether it's the ability to have a journal app on your phone so you can record whatever you're doing wherever you are, whether it's the ability to have a news app so you're always up to date. Now, Granted, technology isn't used by everybody the same way. And not everybody takes advantage of the technology that's out there. I mean, for all the technology we have, we still have a lot of dumb people. I'm frightened by that, but I'm grateful that the opportunity to inform myself is out there. I'm grateful for the opportunity to stay in touch with family, with friends, with colleagues. I'm grateful that we have the information available to us. We may not all use it. But the information is out there for us, and if we want to use it, we can. And we can stay in touch, and we can stay in contact if we want to. And I think that's huge. Mrs. Gamerdude and I were talking about it. Back in the olden days, if you wanted to visit somebody who was 50 miles away, it was an all-day thing. Maybe an overnight visit. You'd have to get in your horse-drawn carriage, set out over rough roads, plan on staying overnight, probably, because 50 miles is a long way to go in a horse-drawn carriage. Nowadays, if you want to visit somebody 50 miles away, you can make a Zoom call. I think that's pretty cool. And I think it's something to be grateful for. There are a lot of other things to be grateful for. The ability to go outside for a walk, to hike, to enjoy nature, to enjoy the warmth of a warm breeze on a spring day, the smell of snow on the air, the scent of rain, the sound of thunder. There are so many little things in our everyday lives to be grateful for. And you can be grateful for all of them. If you take the time and think about it, you can be grateful for so many little things in your life. And that's what Thanksgiving is supposed to be about. You're supposed to take a few minutes and be grateful for the things that you do have, that you do enjoy, that are in your life. And so this Thanksgiving, I hope you can do that. I'm going to close this episode with a prayer that I found. That's a Thanksgiving prayer by Rabbi Naomi Levy. I thought it was perfectly appropriate. It captures the sentiments of the day and of the holiday, and I hope it carries something for you. For the laughter of the children, for my own life breath, for the abundance of food on this table, for the ones who prepared this sumptuous feast, for the roof over our heads, the clothes on our backs, for our health and our wealth of blessings, for this opportunity to celebrate with family and friends, for the freedom to pray these words without fear, in any language, in any faith, In this great country, whose landscape is as vast and beautiful as her inhabitants, thank you, God, for giving us all of these. Amen. So there you have it, some things to be thankful for, some things to think about this Thanksgiving. I hope you have a wonderful one. Enjoy your time with your family or with yourself, however you're celebrating, and don't forget to be thankful for the things that you do have in your life. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I appreciate your support, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves, and I'll see you when I see you.